0: Hello and welcome to episode 78 of Grow With Soul. This month on my blog and on Instagram I've been sharing the experience of transitioning and simplifying my business model in response to my values and how I want my business to support the life I want to live. I know that this is a perennial problem for many. The moment where you have outgrown the old skin of your business but don't quite know how to shed it and evolve into a new skin. It is a natural part of business and actually of life, but it is also one that feels messy and at times insurmountable. I know that particularly this year, many of you have been reflecting on your business and how your business and your life interact. So I felt that it was apt to share more of the step-by-step of my process here. First, the context. Long-term listeners will know that moving my business away from being a one-to-one model and into a one-to-many model has been a focus of mine since the latter half of 2019 and it was my main goal for 2020. The reason for this is that while I loved and believed in each individual client, the shape of my life with one-to-one coaching in it felt very closed in. Although on each call I I had a good time (laughs) talking things through, outside of those hours I felt the weight of the looming appointments. It was never anything to do with the people themselves but more the weight of knowing I had to be there and be the best I could be at that time. And what if I couldn't turn it on that day and what if I didn't meet their expectations? I began to dread this part of my work because it was heavy with nerves and anxiety for me. I'd always felt this about one-to-one, only at the start I put it down to beginner's nerves because I was starting out, but as time went on it really became clear that that wasn't the reason. When I looked at the parts of my work that I most enjoyed, it was the elements where I had my own time to craft something, whether that was a blog post or the initial month and a half that I spent creating campfire or whether it was a workbook, just something where I could sit in it and tease it out and develop it, rather than feel the pressure to have all the answers in one go at an allotted time slot. I also felt that this is where much of my best work was happening. I was communicating my thoughts so much better in writing than I was thinking on my feet on a call. It took me a long time to come round to the idea that I might be allowed to change things. My fear always shows up by telling me that I'm not allowed to do something and just therefore taking it off the table. But after a few months, I got to the point where I accepted that if the work that made me happiest in myself and with the end product was one to many in nature, perhaps it was actually a good idea to do more of that. So my three core values in my work are freedom, variety, and truthfulness. By continuing to plug on with one-to-one, I would just be violating each of those values. So in the beginning of 2020, I was thinking a lot about how to transition out of one-to-one and into one-to-many and starting to set big goals and create the picture of what it was all going to look like. And then lockdown happened. (laughs) I know I have already spoken about the reflections and changes I've made in lockdown in episode 72, but it is worth reiterating here. Lockdown has, for many of us not on the front lines, been a period of intensive reassessment. Personally, it acted like a truth serum. So I was still working and technically not much had changed in my day to day and I was still quite busy but it was like a few drops of the serum had been applied to my eyes that meant I could see things for how they were and see where I'd made assumptions that were based on expectation rather than truth. For example, I had assumed that in order to live the calm and free every day that I dreamed of, I needed to first consistently make six figures in order to pay staff, to do the work, to maintain that six-figure business. In lockdown, I realised, well, if I just don't have a six figure business, then I won't need to do the work to maintain it and I won't need to hire the staff to do that work. I can just do the, the work that feels calm and free now. All this to say, before lockdown, I was set on transitioning the business model, but post lockdown, I was adding simplicity to the mix too deconstructing all those assumptions and aiming to make this new business model as uncomplicated as possible. I knew I didn't want to be on the treadmill of perpetually launching things every month. I knew I didn't want that feeling of striving towards some arbitrary figure. I knew that I wanted to work for a few intense hours a day and spend the rest of it planting my seeds and pottering around. But I just wasn't quite so clear on exactly what I was going to do to make that happen. Which brings me to the first idea. My first idea was to take all of my courses and kits and package them into one bundle. So this would solve the problem of not continually needing to be launching things because everything was available in that one package. You, you would be able to buy them individually or you could buy them all at a discount where you might also get some more guidance or something. I started running with the idea even though as you might be able to tell I wasn't really thrilled with it. It didn't feel like enough, It didn't feel exciting and it didn't feel in all honesty like something that I would actually buy. But I think that I have convinced myself so much that if you're not taking action, you're taking, you're wasting time, that I just just kind of started forging on and, and making plans with it and ignoring or trying to shuffle off the doubts that I had. Then in April, I took a course with the Do Lectures and in one lesson about refining ideas, they said, what is the bigger problem? And that was a genuine aha moment for me like I felt energy run and flow down through my body like I was turning a different colour like a kind of video game character (laughs) going up a level or something this really felt like the missing piece I was focusing on all the little problems that my courses solved but that meant I was focusing on the symptoms but not the cause and that's why my bundle idea didn't feel like enough because I wasn't dealing with the bigger problem and I knew almost immediately what that bigger problem was. My courses and kits all solve the symptoms of not knowing what you want to do in your business but why is it that people don't know what to do? What's the reason behind the desire to learn more about marketing and that is a lack of self-trust. The bigger problem is that the world is full of women who have unlearned their instincts and spend their days full of worry and uncertainty and pressure. The bigger problem is that they don't trust themselves to run their business from the soul outwards. And I know that's the bigger problem because it is the red thread that connects everyone I have worked with over the last three years, whether that is on a one-to-one basis for six months as part of of a course group or even just as people who reply to my stories. It's not that they're not capable or they're not creative or they're not driven, it's that they don't trust that they are those things. I know that this is the bigger problem because this feels like the moment all my work has been leading up to. So I took the bigger problem and I used it to elevate my ideas about transitioning the business model. So if I took the concept of the product bundle, what would make it answer the bigger problem? And then that became quite easy. It would, it would become more of a program, a come-as-you-are style offering with smaller elements in it to help people work on building their confidence in their capabilities and then learn to trust those capabilities. There would need to be support and guidance through it and connections in it and it would need to be really really manageable and not overwhelming. I worked hard on defining who the customer was for this offering. I thought about how they are experiencing the bigger problem in their day-to-day. I thought about what they started their business for, what their dreams were at the beginning, how the bigger problem is now getting in the way of those. I thought about how they might be experiencing their day-to-day of the business. I thought about what they might think is wrong with them because they can't see the bigger problem either. I knew some of this from participants in my programmes. I knew a lot of this from my own experience of being paralysed in mistrust of what to do and a lot of it I just just inherently knew was true and I wrote out a long sales page based on this and framed what the program would include then I sent my email list the customer profile and I also later put it on Instagram and I asked that if anybody recognized themselves in that profile would they be willing to give me some feedback and a handful of them did. They answered my pre-prepared questions to confirm some of my assumptions, to see which parts of the sales page particularly resonated, make sure they actually understood the program and crucially to know whether it answered the bigger problem for them and how it might do that better. I then could use that to refine the sales page further, emphasising the elements that were most resonant and just deleting the bits that weren't. And I could start to ground the programme in reality. So take it out of my head and onto some actual paper plans. This is what I meant back in episode 72 about crafting. If I hadn't been prompted to think about the bigger problem, this is what I would have done. I'd have carried on with the original bundle idea, written a sales page and put the first draft up on my website. I would have not got any feedback. I would have launched it quietly and unsystematically because not too deep down, I didn't really believe in it. So I I think there is, and I believe that there is value in being agile and putting things out there before they're quite ready, but they have to be things you actually believe in. The put it out there before you're ready advice only really works if the thing you're putting out is soul driven and that was something I didn't really make that distinction before now. So I am recording this episode three weeks before you're listening to it. I have just been working on the launch plan for the new programme and each blog post that's going to go out in June has a function as part of a pre-launch runway, setting the scene and bringing to light the bigger problem and generally building anticipation. Well, that's the intention anyway. You can tell me now if I've succeeded. And then at the end of the month, I'll be announcing the programme properly. I'll be publishing the sales page I expect that I will have refined many times between now and then and I'll be inviting those of you experiencing the bigger problem to see whether you feel that I have created the solution but we started talking about business models didn't we so let me circle back around to them because the new program isn't the new business model but a part of it My definition of business model, the one that I teach in my courses, is that it's the theoretical framework of how all the ways in which you make money work together. It's not just a list of income streams, but how those income streams interact, what the ratios are, how at Christmas your product based stream takes over from your courses, how your time and energy is spent doing each one. So this new program is intended to make up around 50% of my business model going forward. It will be, if you like, the flagship offering, like my coaching used to be. It's the place where you can come and get support and connection and guidance. My courses and kits will still be available to buy, so they will make up around 10% of my business model. And perhaps if I run a course at the Playbook one quarter... I will close signups for the new program to make sure my energy isn't being spread too thin. And then the remaining 40% will be made up by a new, improved and internationally accessible mastermind program for those who are several years in who want a more intensive up-leveling. And this will probably be in 2021, unless anyone peer pressures me (laughs) into doing it in the autumn. So that's three main income streams. It's a low, a middle and a high offering. That's how they interact together and each of those offerings are clear about what is right for whom and that's simple. That's almost as simple as a one-to-one business model. So there's just one, maybe two things for me to launch, not having to sell a different course every month So it's really hitting those things I wanted the business model transition to do and that I'm not perpetually launching. It's really, really simple. And I've worked out that my necessary working hours per week does leave a lot of time for pottering. So the question on your lips may be, how do you know it's going to work? In my immersion program last month we've been talking about business models and this is something that's come up. How do I know this is realistic? How do I know it will happen like this? Well you don't. I don't know for 100% certain that this is going to happen but it's my job to make it happen. My job as the business owner to set goals and make plans with the sole intention of making this business model. To work hard on the actions that it will take, to troubleshoot and to firefly and to get to a place where even if it's not exactly what I've laid out here, it's at least in the spirit of it. So maybe if the new program ends up doing 10% less than I'd hoped well if that still enables me freedom and variety and time and space then it's doing what I need it to do so the question isn't how do you know it's going to work the question is how are you going to make it work so that's the whistle stop tour of the last few months of really getting to work on changing the business model So I hope it has given you some food for thought, some ins or a way in when it comes to changing or simplifying what you are doing. So if you would like to read about any of these things in more in depth, my blog has got posts I've been publishing this month which are more in depth about this experience and if you are interested in the new program and would like to hear when it goes live do make sure that you're signed up to my email list the links for which will be in the show notes so you can find those show notes at simpleandseason.com forward slash podcast and you can find me on instagram at simpleandseason. If you have a friend who you think would really enjoy this episode, please do send them the link and share where you're listening to. And until next time, I hope you grow a soul.